0: Out again. I'd like to do a uh, short technical uh, edition. Uh, I've been talking a lot about the mind part of mind-body evolution, and I think people might be interested in uh, just learning a couple of things based on uh, sort of evolutionary knowledge of uh, what's optimal for the body. So I'm going to talk about uh, intermittent fasting today. Uh, intermittent fasting is uh, popular and uh, pretty much follows what humans would have evolved for, right? Uh, They would have had regular uh, food and then they would have had intermittent periods where there was no food as they had to go get some. Uh, And so it's matching uh, fairly closely what we were uh, evolved for. But what does it actually do for us? How does it work? Uh, What are its benefits and what are its drawbacks? So uh, does it even have an effect on weight loss? Uh, so early as, early as 1988, uh, human growth hormone was found to be, uh, four times higher after fasting, after 24 hours of fasting. Uh, and remained the same for five days. Now, human growth hormone is uh, essentially the opposite of insulin in many ways. So whatever insulin does, human growth hormone does the opposite. So uh, human growth hormone will reduce glucose uptake by muscles, uh, increase uh, glycogen output from uh, the liver, producing glucose, uh, so the glucose in the in the blood uh, increases, um, and it decreases glucose oxidation so overall it's going to increase uh, the the amount of uh, uh, glucose in the blood which would make it really really bad if uh, you're diabetic for example Uh, so it's uh, not something you want to do if uh, you need to have uh, controlled uh, blood glucose Uh, so this is going to increase uh, blood glucose uh, particularly after uh you you are fasting, right? While you're fasting, it makes sense to try and keep your blood glu- blood glucose high, but it's going to remain high for days afterwards uh, due to the higher human growth hormone. Uh, but higher human growth hormone does have some uh, benefits, right? This is a uh a steroid that people uh can abuse to increase muscle mass, but it will also do the same thing uh after fasting. So fasting can uh help uh increase uh, uh the ability to develop muscle while exercising. So if you fast followed by a uh, light meal, then exercising will have uh, additional benefits beyond what it would normally have. while it's terrible idea to do intermittent fasting if you're a diabetic it will help prevent type 2 diabetes because it will increase insulin sensitivity so in type 2 diabetes is defined as a uh, decrease in in insulin sensitivity you need more insulin to have the same effect on glucose and uh, after fasting the insulin will have a greater effect on glucose Uh, so it actually um, is, is able to uh, work more effectively. So even though human growth hormone is uh, countering the insulin, you're also becoming uh, more uh, sensitive to the insulin because the insulin is being countered. Uh, your body needs um, less to have the same effect uh, because your body's gonna be pushing against uh, what's countering it, right? So if you have uh, too much insulin, your body starts to not notice insulin. It becomes less sensitive. That's when you eat too much sugar, uh, you have too much insulin and you get type two diabetes. If you have too little insulin because you've been fasting, you haven't gotten any sugar and you have uh, high growth hormone, uh, uh, high human growth hormone as a, uh, uh, a sort of counter, uh, raising glucose, then your body's going to start becoming more sensitive to insulin. And so you're gonna have the opposite of type two diabetes. So. Uh, it is uh, somewhat paradoxically really good for you to uh, have uh, a a increased sensitivity to insulin. So if you have glucose just before um, exercising, uh, you end up with um, a short-term increase in human growth hormone uh, and a significantly slower oxidation of fat. So that is, that is, I would not say is a, uh, is a good way to go. Uh, but human growth hormone in general, uh, due to fasting will encourage the burning of fat. So again, it's the almost the opposite of insulin. Insulin is the steroid that, uh, creates fat, uh, causes you to deposit fat. So fasting, uh, by releasing human growth hormone is going to uh, release the fat. Uh, The um, idea of a starchy meal, uh, making you feel more tired is uh, probably also related to uh, the relationships between human growth hormone and insulin, uh, causes a spike in insulin, uh, and this is um, going to uh, block fat utilization. Um, So, remember if, if insulin is the opposite of human growth hormone, if you increase insulin, insulin wants to make fat, then you're not going to burn fat. Uh, and so, uh, you, you end up, um, with, uh, uh, high insulin, but, uh, you also have uh, high blood sugar. Uh, so, um, this can end up, uh, signaling, uh, uh feelings of tiredness. Uh, whereas, um, uh, Intermittent fasting can produce sort of the opposite effects where uh, you can, um, certainly being hungry can make you tired, but if you can uh, not be tired in response to being hungry, it will make you uh, perhaps feel more, uh, more alert. Um, in healthy, non obese men, uh, intermittent fasting showed no loss in body weight, uh, no loss of activity, and no lowering of heart rate. So, there was no direct metabolic effect other than the increased insulin uh, uh, product um, sensitivity, sorry, increased uh, insulin sensitivity and uh, increased uh, human growth hormone uh, production. So, there was no uh, change in the overall body weight. Uh, So, um, what with less insulin, it was much more easy to burn fat. Um, and those, that fat was being used to, uh, maintain glucose levels, uh, during the entire time. Uh, one of the downsides though, is with, uh, 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 increased human growth hormone, you're, uh, blocking uptake of the glucose by muscles. You're not blocking it, but you're slowing it down. So the muscles themselves, uh, uh, lose a little bit of strength and you become more efficient. And if you want to lose weight, becoming more efficient isn't necessarily something you should be uh, striving for. Um, So uh, you're actually going to be uh, burning sugar more slowly uh, uh, due to fasting. Um, No significant drop or rise in basal metabolic rate. Um, So while the muscles are are slowing down uptake, you're not actually lowering your overall uh, use of use of uh, glucose, um, and you can maintain uh, glycogen um, uh, even even sometimes uh, with with exercise. Um, uh, one of the studies was showing that uh, our bodies are able to maintain homeostasis by uh, providing uh, extra. Um, extra glucose and, uh, this is, you know, coming, coming from the liver and you can just, uh, provide it during exercise. And then what happens, uh, the, the uh, fat begins, to, begins to become, uh, burning. Uh, and so the, uh, fat produced, uh, and released af- after human growth hormone, uh, is, is produced from fasting is able to, uh, maintain, uh, the overall, uh, blood glucose. Uh, In rats, when rats are given uh, intermittent fasting, the uh, response to insulin increased sevenfold. So a a tremendous increase in sensitivity to insulin. And um, in obese individuals, fasting does show an increase in appetite, as you might expect, right? They're hungry, they haven't eaten. Uh, But a... uh, somewhat of a reduction in metabolic rate and uh, a, a, an interest in exercise, which is interesting. I would not have expected that necessarily, but uh, it, uh, I suppose, is uh, evolutionary-based. If you're, if you're hungry, uh, you might want to go out and find some food. Um, IGH, uh, insulin-like growth factor, goes down during fasting. So again, human growth hormone goes up, uh, insulin-like uh, growth factors go down. Uh, And then, after you're done fasting, they return to the regular levels, but at a slightly lower level. So again, it increases uh, sensitivity to insulin and to insulin-like hormones. Uh, IgH is associated with muscle development. So, uh, both HGH and IgH can uh, develop muscles, but IgH is specifically uh, connected to uh, uh, aging, and uh, there is a possibility that uh, by fasting uh, regularly, you might be ever so incrementally uh, reducing uh, some of the effects of aging. So there isn't a direct effect on body weight, uh, uh or body fat your metabolism stays about the same maybe a little bit slower with the with the uh, reduction in uh, uptake of glucose from the muscles but in general your your, your metabolism doesn't doesn't change uh, radically uh, human recor- uh, growth hormone goes up blood glucose remains about the same and energy levels stay roughly the same because you're maintaining the, that blood glucose. Um, I certainly, when I intermittent fast have to be careful of that. Uh, if, if I go too long, uh, or in a way that reduces my blood glucose, I could get a headache or I could get fatigue. Uh, and I find, uh, moving around really helps. Uh, so I, I get up and go take a walk or I, I go teach, uh, and I do things that, uh, allow me to, uh, uh be active and somehow that seems to, uh, balance the, uh, the blood glucose in a much better way. And I, I avoid getting a headache and I avoid getting sleepy. Um, I would definitely say that uh, intermittent fasting would exacerbate diabetes in short term, but uh, overall would increase sensitivity to insulin. So uh, anything that's uh, increasing sensitivity to insulin is, is, is excellent. Um, uh, Insulin-like uh, uh, growth hormone goes down during fasting, which again, might have uh, anti-aging benefits. Um, there's a reduction in hypoglycemia, uh, less danger of type two diabetes. Uh, and so these are all related to, to, uh, what's known as uh, metabolic syndrome. So all of the things that are related to, uh, having, uh, a, a, a high, uh, insulin level, like, uh, high blood pressure. Pl- high blood pressure, uh, high triglycerides, high cholesterol, all of these things uh, are going to be reduced uh, through intermittent fasting, even though you're not really lowering uh, your overall uh, body fat because your body's going to uh, maintain homeostasis. You're going to try and, your body's going to try and make itself stay the same weight. So uh, with um, a a a Fat makes leptin. Leptin uh, uh, is is what tells you to um, uh, tells you to be hungry. And so when you're when you're fasting, there's a a a a, a de- decrease in uh, in leptin, uh, and um, you're going to end up eating just as many uh, uh, calories on your non-fasting days. So the only way you could actually lose Weight through intermittent fasting is if you also had calorie restriction on regular days, and now you're starting to get closer to um, let's let's say a, a, an eating disorder. If you're if you're constantly trying to restrict your calories, uh, that could actually be dangerous. So that would be something to be careful of. Maintaining homeostasis is 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 really uh, the goal you want to look for, uh, while um, increasing health. Um, you know, exercise, and this is, you know, some sort of uh, dietary control. Um, I just find uh, intermittent fasting to be easier than other kinds of uh, dietary control. I want to be able to eat what I want most of the time, uh, and then a, a couple days a week uh, I, I, I do intermittent fasting. So lower triglycerides, lower blood pressures are certainly possibilities. Uh, there'd have to be longer-term studies uh, to really find out. Um, there's some uh, some indication there might even be uh, a anti-cancer benefit. Um, again, overall uh, reduction in metabolic disease. Uh, there's not clear if. Um, there's differences between uh, uh, periods of time for fasting, but it seems as though the minimum is about 15 hours uh, to really get um, the, the uh, glycogen stores out of your liver uh, and to have um, a, 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 a drawdown in glycogen so you can actually start burning fat. Um, but uh, the effect seems the same uh, in, in most of the short-term studies that have been done. It'll be interesting to see longer-term studies. Uh, so it seems as though we've evolved to resist the bad effects of fasting, right? So what are the bad effects of fasting? Uh, running out of fat. Um, now we might think that would be a good thing, but, uh, we would definitely want to maintain fat, uh, as, um, you know, to to maintain our, our ability to, uh, to be fertile, uh, and particularly for women are going to have a very strong, uh, incentive to maintain fat. Fasting doesn't uh, stop activity and actually seem to uh, encourage activity in some people. I certainly feel it that way myself sometimes. Uh, so this is exactly what we're evolved for. Fasting is designed to get you out there, uh, maintain as much um, uh, uh, body fat uh, between fasts as possible, build up that body fat so that when you're, when you're needing it, you can burn it and uh, turn it into glucose, um, maintain your metabolism uh, and maintain your energy levels so that you can go get that food um so it is very effective at burning the fat but the fat will be put right back again uh and uh there is a um compensatory uh, health benefit of of uh, the increasing uh, insulin sen- sensitivity uh which uh is going to then have the negative side of, if you have increased insulin, uh, you're going to try and not burn fat. So this is what's gonna happen as soon as you're eating again, is your body's going to try and store that fat uh, even uh, even better by uh, having a more sensitivity to the insulin that stores the fat. Uh, it seems as though um, frequency of meals is, what you really want to avoid, particularly frequency of carbohydrates and uh, frequent carbohydrate meals are going to be constantly giving you, uh, uh, an influx of, uh, of, uh, blood sugar and your insulin is going to be constantly, uh, rising. And so you're going to be constantly putting on fat and having, uh, uh, the problem of decreased insen- uh, insulin sensitivity. You're going to be moving towards hypoglycemia. Uh, you're going to be moving towards um, all the metabolic diseases. So intermittent fasting fights this. It, uh, as when, when you are hungry for a long period of time, uh, the glucose, which is stored as glycogen in your liver, is released from your liver, uh, and, but you only have a few hours of this. So if you do it as you're, as you're sleeping and then into the morning, you burn through your glycogen reserves, and then you start really burning fat. And uh, this is this is you know very good for you for a number uh, in, in a number of ways, uh, and it's the belly fat that gets preferentially uh, burned. So if you can maintain um, low insulin levels when you're not fat, uh, fasting by avoiding sugars, eating normal foods, but trying to avoid those spikes of insulin and sugars, uh, you'll actually uh, maintain a, a a much more uh, healthy relationship with your own fat as you fast you're, you'll you'll burn belly fat and then when you um uh store fat, uh, it, it's much less likely to be belly fat if your insulin is low. Insulin tells the, the fat to go directly to, uh, to, to to belly fat. And so if you can keep that insulin low, uh, even if you're storing fat and you maintain your overall fat levels, your fat will start to redistribute from uh, belly to uh, of, of other or, uh, portions of your body. And in my opinion, this is, is, is has an aesthetic value. Uh, that's just my own opinion, but uh, uh, I, 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 seem to like, uh, a, a redistribution of fat rather than it all being concentrated in the belly. Um, all right, I just wanted this to be relatively short and sweet, so, uh, I'll stop it there and I will continue on with, uh, some more, uh, uh, technical notes, uh, next time. All right. Thanks a lot.